you know, there is a real God on this earth, which we all serve. And if you don't, uh, I encourage you to seek him and find him for yourself. I can help. But I, I just want to share my story, what happened today. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm going to be very, uh, really, really brief, but I'm going to be very detailed and passionate with a lot of energy. So, you know, I live in a little city in Michigan. It's called Port Huron. And this is the place where, you know, I lead children. I lead men and women, couples, families. I lead them to God. What, what I do, I come here, I do music, motivational speak, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I decided I was going to jump off the boat and do my own thing. And I kind of, you know, a lot of things started to crumble. You know, me and family started to fall out and uh, a lot of bickering and batting and arguing and what have you. And it just didn't work for me. So, you know, I prayed that night and I said, well, God, if it's for me to be in Port Huron, you know, send me. Send me with a revelation to know what to do while I'm there, not to just sit. Okay. Got here. Really, really profound after I came back. People started to really gravitate toward my vision and help me. And I was able to help them as well. And then all of a sudden, you know, I applied for jobs and, you know, I had an interview coming for for today. And I, you know, I planned it ahead. I stayed up a little too late doing what I wanted to do, which that's life. You know, we all do what we want to do at times. But anyhow, as I prepared myself, I woke up super early. Now, you got to keep in mind, the interview was right on the spot. I just moved back to Port Huron on a Monday night. Monday night, okay? Interview was on a Tuesday morning. So I got up because I have an alarm in my head. It gets me up early because I have a purpose and a vision. So I'm always up early getting the worm. And so as I prepared myself, I jumped up at like 7.30. And, you know, the people that was taking me to work or to my interview they asked me why I'm up so early. And I said, you know, I have an alarm clock in my head. I, you know, I get up early. And so she said, well, wasn't it later? I said, no, it's 7, 8 o'clock. I don't know why I thought it was 8.30. It was literally 9.30. But anyhow, as I was getting ready or what have you, she said she would be outside around about, you know, 8, 8.55. I said, okay. So at this time, I'm, you know, I already brushed my teeth, been washed up, get my clothes on. And I didn't, I couldn't find my resume, right? I couldn't find my resume. And uh, God just told me to go as I, go as I am, right? Mm-hmm. So I had my flash drive, but I didn't have to use my flash drive because once again, he said, go as you are. So I was dressed nice, what have you. And I had my pen because I like to take notes in, in the middle of interviews. So as I was getting ready, I put on my nice brown shoes. And my nice brown shoes was hurting my feet. So I changed to put on some um, blue shoes to match my shirt, you know, and they were more comfortable. Mm-hmm. At this time, we're heading, you know, there, and we get there so fast. My interview started at 9.30. I got there at 9.07, and I sat in the lobby, and the lady asked me, uh, what are you here for? I said, I have an interview. My name is Dante. She said, Dante? I said, no, Dante. So that goes back to when you said Dante. It's Dante. It's a French name. Okay. So... I sit down and I let everybody know that, you know, I, I'm at my interview, so I may not be able to talk, in other words. And so they called me back for my interview. And it was really laid back, straightforward, very brief and knowledgeable. So I sat down and I said, is there anything else that you all would like, you know, to know about me? 
They said, yeah, how well do you deal with stress? Looked the guy in the eye and said, stress? It's like my best friend. The more stress, the more harder I work. So he, he said, stress bother everybody. I said, not me, not me. I kept doing it, you know. And so then the lady said, well, give us, you know, a scenario where you had to deal with stress and you had to deal with a situation where somebody wasn't doing their job and you were stressed. I said, well, I go off of the energy of people, right? Because everything is, energy. you know, if you come into a room of negativity and you're a positive person, sooner or later you will leave that room because you know that the energy you have doesn't match the energy that's in there. And that energy will, if it's more than you, it will drain you out of your positive energy, which is pretty obvious. So I said, I go off the energy of them not doing their job and I will use their energy to tell them to do their job. It's kind of crazy. If we are doing repacking and a guy is not doing his job in a lazy form, I will use his lazy energy and say, hey, man, like, I'm really doing my job, but you, like, really need to do that, like, ASAP. Like, I need you. And they'll think that I'm joking, and they'll do it because I'm in the same energy as them. It's, it's kind of crazy how energies fluctuate. But anyhow, mm-hmm. then they asked me, do I problem solve? I said, yeah. I love the problem solve. I problem solve when I was, you know, work for AT&T or what have you. And then um, after a while, I helped the person get the package that they needed because I problem solved and helped them with a solution to their problem. And so the moral of the story is that after all this took place, mm-hmm. the lady said, well, I have you to know if you problem solve, we actually, um, we uh, accommodate our employees who, you know, can give us better solutions to serve our product to the customers. So no problem. That's awesome. So is that it? So yeah, that was the end of the interview. So heading home, what have you, a pastor texted me and told me that I need to be ready. And you know, somebody in leadership tell you you need to be ready. It's always something either great about to take place or something great need to happen in order for something bad to die. Either or, there's always something bigger than yourself. So he said, you know, rally the people and gather the loss and push them to their purpose. Kind of crazy. My buddy reached out to me. He said, bro, we need to build. I said, what we got to build on? We started to talk. I'm a music artist. Me and him did music. We actually started together. And so he was telling me how he going back in the studio and doing this and that. And I said, oh, that's awesome. We started to talk and come to find out his music. We need to get back to the music to get to our purpose of public speaking. So anyhow, after about a while, we talked about that and we talked about life and we talked about women and we talked about children and so on and so forth. So at the end, I prayed for him. I prayed three areas. Pray for family, children, and talent to get back to our children because we all, most of all the men I know, they fighting in the courts to see their child. And then family, you know, is the whole deal of if you don't have family love, you can't really create a love of family with a wife or a husband. If you come, it's, it's really hard. I mean, you can, but it's, it's takes so much time. So to change it, you got to change it now. And then we pray talent to be restored, to be rebuilt, to be rekindled. So it was awesome. He walked out super happy, feeling blessed. And I just said, Wow, God, you use me without my own strength. I thank you. So that's a little bit about my spirituality and how I see God work in my life. So how about yourself? 
Well, wow. That's that was uh, quite an introduction right there. I appreciate yeah. that, though. I do. <laughs> um, it, you know, God speaks to me every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he speaks to everyone every day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think it's uh, are you receptive and are you at a place where you're actually listening? Um, and so in in terms of me and, and my experience, you know, it can go from, like you mentioned, getting a job, having an opportunity that you never even expected mm-hmm. uh, that just came dropping out of the sky, which sounds mm-hmm. a little bit about uh, just a tad on, on uh, about your opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the way to, um, you know, health issues and, and maybe even having, you know, a, a health issue and, and, you know, feeling a, a pain or an ache and, and, you mm-hmm. know, really just kind of praying to God that, Hey, this just, just release this from me and, and, you know, let this, let this pass and, you know, without medication or, or taking any kind of pain pills, the next thing you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's gone, it's gone. Um, just, just from, you know, prayer and, and intention alone right there. So I don't think I have one, um, specific, uh, I'm just trying to think one specific story that comes to mind because, you know, I, I, I walk and I talk with, uh, with, with, with the, with God every day. Um, you know, you have to, especially mm-hmm. in those lonely times, oh, yeah. you know, there, there's times that, you know, you're by yourself, you're, you're, you know, at least for, for myself, I, I can't speak for everyone. Right. Um, you know, but, but I have, you know, kids and, and, and people that are around me. And sometimes I, I still oh, feel yeah. alone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and in those times, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not the lone, it's not the physical loneliness. Right. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's the spirit, right. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's the heart. And at that time, that's when you, you hopefully, you know, people will go inside and, and, and that's when you have to really kind of have that heart intent to really have that intention to, to reach out to God and he'll reach back as long as you're listening, Amen. as long as you're listening. Amen. So I don't, I don't have, I'm sorry if I don't have one particular story that stands out, but, um, but you know, I, I'm, you know, he, he's my sidekick uh, and, and it has to be that way. If not, I would go absolutely bonkers. I, I really, really would, mm-hmm. um, especially in stressful times. And I know you mentioned um, something about stress. And um, no, stress is not my best friend. <laughs> it may be your best friend, but it is definitely not my best friend. I, 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 wanted, I wanted to clear that up because it, it, that part goes a long way with me. So I would say stress is my best friend, meaning for people, stress is not their best friend. And I get that. So stress is not something that, uh, helps you. And I'm not saying it should help anybody. But my, my thing is the more lack I see or the lack I feel, the more it pulls, pulls on me to go beyond myself. And so, like, I've always been put in situations where it's not the best people, it's not the best situations, it's not the best company to work for. God allows me to bring change in, in the most dangerous places. And that's why I said, like, pain, pain don't actually hurt me. It actually makes me, it pushed me to go beyond and so like i look i look at things in a, a, a totally different realm but no it's not having a perfect story by any means no the reason why i wanted to share this because this literally just happened to me and i was really feeling empty 
and, and, and you can take this to the bank for yourself. I was really feeling empty for two days. And it just mm -hmm. came to me that when you feel empty, it's time for you to pour into somebody else. And it took for me to pour into my friend that I do music with, that I used to do music with, to rekindle, you know, his relationship with God. Whether if he had to remember, you know, a flashback or a feeling that superseded where he is to get him where he needs to be. Because oftentimes they say, do not underestimate or doubt small beginnings. And it's like when you first mm -hmm. start off and then you start getting higher, you always have to reorchestrate and reroute yourself back to where, where, what was your mind like when you didn't have nothing? Because when you get to a higher part of your life in the spirit realm, you have to go back to that place and bring it up. And it helps mm -hmm. not lose sight of God or the relationship that you have with him. Because like you said, walking and talking with him every day, if you are receptive, will help. Right. You have to know how right. to hear him, you know? So, and I'll give you one on top of that. You know, when you're, when you had talked about feeling empty, mm -hmm. um, you know, get, just getting in a routine of giving back. It can be, it doesn't have to be monetary. Mm -hmm. It can be if somebody needs a Kleenex, pull the Kleenex out there and, and pass it over to them. That's mm -hmm. giving. That's a form of giving. And if you just get in a routine of, of just really giving, a lot of times you never feel empty. Matter of fact, you, you, you always feel filled up, filled yeah. to the brim. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's altruism. And, yeah. you know, there, there's power in that in itself. Um, you know, really magical things, actually. There's a mm -hmm. book, and I can't, I can't think of the name of the book, but really powerful things can happen just, you know, outside of compassion and, mm -hmm. and things such as that nature, just with altruism alone yes. and, and yes. just, you know, helping your fellow man. Really powerful things can happen if you're aware of what you're doing, number one. And if you're doing it with, with heartfelt intention, mm -hmm. really, you can change your life almost instantly just with giving back and giving to other people. Now, I know we have only 15 minutes. I think it's saying we got like less than uh, a minute left. So I just wanted to let you know that right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm glad you had a, a phenomenal day and it. It sounds like, uh, it sounds like the wind's in your back now and, uh, and you're going to be on a roll. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. So it, this was definitely amazing. And I'm glad that, you know, I found a co-host. Well, a co-host was found faster because normally people out it out when you put up this topic, you know, so. No, nah, I, I, I really get a kick out of this. I've, I've done it for a little bit and 